This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. This is The Drive with A.D. and Rav on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What are you doing? I'm dancing. That's yeah. what you call that? I was right. watching the screen for my moves, but it was, it was just... All right, the, so so Rico's been here for five seconds. He's already Rico got his bike cut off. magic. You will, not talk to my, you will not talk to my co-host that way. Yeah. I am Aaron Davis now. I am Aaron Davis now. Give, give me the ring. You better, the ring. you better get more hyped give me, up. Give me the ring. You better get more hyped up. Get hyped up, Rico. If you're Aaron Davis, you got to oh, be. You want the ring? Hey, Rise up. Oh, I'm not going to oh. wear it. So last last night, every time AD would give somebody, AD was like, like a lot of the Oklahoma fans wear his ring last Easy, night. I'm doing, I'm doing it right now. He's like he's like you can try it on, and this guy and I, I always look at the guys. And I'm like, if you run, he might be able to catch it. <laughs> he let he let the, he let this one guy look, look like he probably played old line for OU, and I'm like, you you can take off, but I think he can get you. He can get you. <laughs> See the thing about when I give the ring, I let people wear the ring. They don't think I'm watching, but I'm still always watching. Mm. Always watching. Like Michael Jackson. I always feel like somebody's watching, watching me. Oh. Was that was that Michael? That was Michael Jackson. Yes. And that was him and uh I was uh Rock uh, Rockwell. It was Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Michael Jackson is sung the background. Yeah, Rockwell yeah. sung the yep. I was the like rap. I was like, I didn't yeah. think he was the lead man on that. Yeah, but. Michael Jackson just sung that one. Michael Jackson. All right, Jackson. all right, boys. Let's go to the hotline. We got Jay Foreman on the line. What's up, Jay? Jay! What's happening? Jay! <laughs> <laughs> What's going on up in there, man? Put, put your seatbelt on. Put your seatbelt on. You got like, like y'all just left the Kappa party and still now you're talking about the festivities. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jay, we getting hype up in this one. It's, oh, you, Jay, think about this, man. I want you to come back and think about this, man. You think about when you owe you Nebraska. And you, you got a lot of history with it, man. You grew up in Minnesota, obviously the son of the great uh, Mr. Foreman, Mr. Chucky Foreman. Jay, you, you grew up watching this rivalry. You know what I'm saying? And you've had great yeah. games in this rivalry. Yeah. When you hear OU Nebraska, what? why is it different than any other game, man? Because it's personal. Mm. And uh, there's a lot of respect. Mm. You, know, you always respect your, your, you know, your opponent, never fear anybody, but you got the ultimate respect. Uh, you know, for Oklahoma, and it was a measuring stick. You know, you could have a great season, be, you know, 8-0. A lot of times when I used to watch it, both teams would be undefeated, and, and they were out, you know, you're playing for all the marbles, you know, to go to the, you know, at that time the Orange Bowl and play for the possibility of national championship. So, um, you know, it's personal, and, and uh, you never want to lose Oklahoma. I was fortunate enough never to lose Oklahoma. 
Um, I'm sure oh, uh, St. Nick in there will be uh, reminding everybody that I got struck by the uh, turf yeah. monster with my one-handed I was, I was... grab, and then the turf, the, the turf monster got me. But yep. <laughs> ultimately, ultimately, uh, it's a it's a physical game. Mm. You know, it's kind of you know, in in the you know, I was we were talking about it uh, yesterday and all week. Is as soon as that game before Oklahoma got over, so who were we playing? Say we were playing Missouri or Kansas. There wasn't even a celebration. It was like, hey, good job, uh, everybody healthy. And then we immediately started talking about Oklahoma, even if we were playing away or at home, you know, the bus ride or even like when you're at the dinner with your family because it's intense, man. And it's, uh, you know, is what college football is all about. I wish, you know, you could play, we could play Oklahoma and Colorado, you know, every year, regardless of what conference we're in. Um, and, uh, you know, last year, I think, you know, being down there, you know, was a little bit of intense. They, they thought they were just going to roll us over. And, uh, you know, they got a little bit of surprise, even though they won the game. But I think, you know, I'm going I'm to really be interested to see, um, you know, where guys come out, in, in, you know, from a competitive standpoint and, and the mental standpoint. I know Mickey has got the ears and, and, the, and, and the hearts of these kids because he, he's speaking and, and infusing uh, – true confidence into him because mm. he really believes in him. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think it comes from, and this is what people don't really understand when you think about, hey, coaches, right? You got to look at the people. And I learned this from Wade Phillips. He, he told, it, told, told me about it. Coach Osborne, I knew it but didn't know it at the time. It, you know, a lot of times coaching is about the person. Head coaching is a lot about the person, right? Mm. And, you know, what makes them successful? How, how can they manage people? How can they motivate people? How can they be – truly invested in everybody to push buttons to get the best out of you. I always talk about the story of Coach Osborne. He must have figured out early, if you doubt me or tell me that I'm not good enough or something in, in some form or fashion, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to prove you wrong. You know what I mean? Now, whether that was luck by luck chance, but he did it two or three times and I never forgot it, right? Whereas, like, you know, where Mickey, you know, everybody, you know, the whole, like, thing, oh, well, he doesn't have experience. My man's been coaching, you know, coaching football since when I was in, in college, 1995. Right. And the thing is, his, his experience from coaching high school, smaller schools, and how to survive and manage people in different situ- situations that's not even close to the situation that he has at Nebraska or came, a, you know, you know, kind of, obviously now he's the head coach at Nebraska. And then, you know, obviously I think it helped him at LSU. I think it, it allowed him to build true relationships with coaches and players because he had to get the best out of them. He didn't have, you know, he wasn't able to go and recruit all the five-star recruits. He had to make sure that he had to develop guys. So when he's talking to guys, there's not a player that he, on that roster that he can't envision success for. So when he's talking to them, it's the truth. And then what he's doing also, he's expecting a lot out of you. Right. So guys are okay with it, you know, and, and to be honest with you, when you, you know, when, you know, I saw a couple of the videos, when you see the smiles on, and this isn't talking about anybody before, this is just a new chapter. I'm just talking about right now. Right, right. Um, the guys that the smiles on their faces was because they, even the guys that aren't the starters, they were playing football. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Right. They were practicing football. Right. They were hitting each other. It was competitive. They were tackling, um, and then you know they probably felt like they got better. So you know, I think that the you know guys are gonna. Brace it, and they got to go with it. Look, Mickey, look, Mickey wants to be physical. You know, he knows that. He played at LSU. Right. They were physical. I know they threw it all around, but they had, you know, one back go over a G, and another one had a, a 600. Now, they had, you know, plethora of athletes, but he, he, he knows you got to be physical. But he also knows they've got to take care of you. 
But he also knows, but on top of that, he knows there's a process and a plan to go out there and be a consistent football team or, or player and a team. And so when you come to Oklahoma, I mean, you know, look, it's all hands on deck. You know, obviously, the, you know, the defense is putting on, being, being put on notice, but he's not turning the page on the offense. they got to continue along their process. But, you know, I, I, I'm hoping and I'm expecting, or I'm going to rephrase that. I'm expecting, and I'm not guaranteeing it, but I'm expecting this defense, you know, to come out and play like they're supposed to. When you're backed into a corner, yeah, that's when you need to do your best work. When Absolutely. people are doubting, it's the, the leadership that – I guess they say they are or we're being told that they are. This is where it's going to be. This isn't a coach that, that's got to lead this. It's got to be the players, regardless right. of what they, how they feel, how they're at this point. You're at this point. Everybody's had a, a, a hand in it. Every coach, every player, every administrator, yeah. everybody, there's, there's, there's some sort of percentage of blame to go around, some more than others, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you're at this point. But when you're a true leader and you're down for the cause, and like we used to say, you're down – like four flat tires, you know what I mean? That's right. what we used to say. I'm down like four flat tires. Mm-hmm. AD, you call me, we'll go clean out kabooms, and we act like nothing happened. You know right. what I mean? If somebody getting jammed out by kabooms, we there. You know what I mean? Yes, we did. So <laughs> if you down for if you down for the cause, and and say like for instance, say like you know I was having an issue with what happened, or I was in my feelings, AD would come and and, and drag me and get get my mind right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And vice Tyrone person. Williams would tell me that's good not good enough. And that's where I think Mickey's also going to, you know, I can't speak for him, but I think he's going to do like what we used to do where, you know, the players would be around so you can kind of have that big brother mentality like Dante Jones and all those guys, even though I was two or three years playing at, at Nebraska, they still were watching over me when even when they're in the NFL. And I had, a, I had you know, Roger Thomas and, um, and, 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 and Travis Hill and all those guys you had to, you know, live up to and Trevor as well. So, you know, I think it, it, it's going to be – I think they're, they're going to go out and, and compete. I think uh, it's a game that they can win. I wouldn't uh, – you know, I don't think they're, they're rolling up here thinking that Oklahoma's going to roll them um, because they're not that type of team. And the great thing about it is, is Oklahoma has a coach that's only coached two games. That's yep. right. So it's that's not right. like you're dealing, you're dealing with a, you know, a tightened up button. Up. He's still learning. Yep. Now, they were able to place a little bit easier opponent, but also they've shown some chinks in their armor. So I think if Nebraska just – you know, I mean, I think they've, you know, had a good week of practice, go about their business, do what they need to do, and go out there and compete like hell. They'll be fine because uh, it's not a talent thing. They just got to go out there and play together. And, uh, you know, I think this week and then, you know, obviously as the weeks go on, it's all about that process. So, Jay, your, your, your football knowledge, it's like unreal. Not asking you, you know, but like schematically on the defense, is there anything that they can do differently schematically to make things easier for them where they can fly around to the ball, you know, where they don't have to think as much. Is there anything that you see that they might be able to do schematically? Um, you know, I think you saw a little bit of a time, you know, uh, oddly enough, that sometimes, you know, when they played their best, I think they were kind of like up front, you know, playing like, you know, a little bit of a, you know, kind of basic front, um, you know, you know, they could, you know, maybe, dial back the complexity of the fronts and, and, mm-hmm. and the amount of calls that they have. Yeah, that's going to help them free up. But I think it really comes down to those guys getting together, communicating, um, and making sure they're almost over-communicating. And guys got to step up. If Nick Heinrich's out, then Luke Reimer's got to be that guy that's going to be the master communicator and playmaker. And Because uh, you got a young freshman, Ernest Hausman, playing. He, he looked good. Just last year, 
He was playing his like third game in high school in <laughs> class B in Nebraska. So he's he's out there. I mean, he's swimming. You know, like what Bo used to say. So I think they can dial it back a little bit. But what I think they what they need a lot of it, which I don't even know if it's a, is a you know phrase, is fundamentals, communication, and playing together. Hmm. A lot of Nebraska's mistakes has been self-induced. You know, uh, missed tackles, missed alignment, late reaction time. Those are all the things that you that you that you practice. I know they've been coached. Some of the penalties they have, like, you know, like the last one, you know, on the last drive. I know Travis Fisher isn't coaching that. And so Mickey's changing some stuff to make the, the focus on the fundamentals and the fine details that you need and compete in practice because under pressure, that's when you got to believe in your technique and your fundamentals. And then it's going to allow you to make the big plays. And so we make some more ordinary plays, the big plays will come. And we'll be able to do some of the exotic stuff. Heck, if you start out, you know, playing. I always say, you know, you want to play the game and play steady, right? right? Don't give up any big plays. Make the tackles, make them earn stuff. Once you start playing steady, that noose around the neck of the offense starts to tighten, and then that's when heck, Shenander can call down and dial up a blitz on the whiteboard because he has superior confidence and he has factual confidence for how they're playing to do that type of stuff. So, I think it all goes together, but it all starts with what. Uh, you know, everybody's doing, you know, in their own business. You know, everybody's got to take a long, hard look at themselves, right, individually. What could I have done and what will I do? And better yet, A.D. and, and Raph and Nick, what am I willing to do right now or, you know, obviously from Monday and here on out to make sure that we're not in this situation again? That's right. And I get, everybody has what they need to do and what they're willing to do. If you're only wanting to do the same of what you've done before, then you're going to get the same result. Then you're going to be out there not playing well. Then you're going to be in your feelings because something else might happen during the coaching staff. Everybody needs to do better because the coaches only have a certain amount of time that they can be with you. This isn't pros, right? Mm, yep. So there, there, there comes a certain – I wish they had, like, you know how they measure stars, vertical, three-cone drill, right? Um, and all that stuff? Yeah. I wish they had uh, a rating for figuring it out. Figuring it out. When you're out there and us three are out there, say me, me, AD, and Raph are linebackers, and we're running the coverage, and we're getting beat. AD's having a little bit of trouble, or I'm having trouble. We go to the sideline, and we figure it out to get it done. Mm-hmm. We'll worry about the coaches being mad afterwards because right. right. they're not going to be mad at us if we make a play, if we stop the, stop the offense. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, the most important thing is to win the game. Right. Yep. And that's where and, – and then so once you kind of start thinking that way um, – Everything will come. I think the guys need to stop trying to play perfect and play football. Linebackers, mm. don't run in the darkness. Don't run up to the back of the defensive lineman. If a defensive lineman's in your gap, take his gap. That's why you got to know what everybody's doing, and that's what you're doing. That's how you build that camaraderie. When you're coming off the sideline and we're talking to each other, that gives you that confidence to play free. Don't play tight, man. You ain't got nothing to lose. That's right. That's right. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. 
How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.